Hey loves. Welcome to Sierra and Ryan. Talk the talk. Sierra and Ryan is all about putting book talkers at the center of the story. And we're here to find out all their main character moments. My name is Ryan at Rye underscore Brary on TikTok. And my incomparable co-host is... I am Sierra at cc.b.reading on TikTok as well. Ryan and I are both book talkers who want to know so much more about other book talkers just like you and get to know them and what they really enjoy and see their true personalities. There's so many good ones too. It's been so much fun. Today is super exciting. Mm -hmm. Today we have at Book Poppy of Golden Lab Books of Queens, New York. I am so excited to talk to him. I'm really excited. He has a very, very vast uh, collection of books that I'm learning about. He knows so much. So I'm really interested to see like what his whole process is behind picking new books. Uh, and you know, how many books are he, is he reading at this point? I'm just, I'm all around excited for everything. How about you? I agree. I, so I found, I think I was just swiping through my For You page when Adrian popped up mm-hmm. and it was initially that good New York voice that kind of oh, yeah. grabbed me. Uh, and then you go to the page, dynamic and charming, and the store looks incredible. Oh, and then um, Adrian started doing the BIPOC replacements for classics. Yes. And I was into it. So bringing, you know, more BIPOC-centered stories, versions of the classics. So that last year I read The Chosen and the Beautiful by Nevo, which yes. was a great Gatsby retelling. And I had found mm. that from Golden Lab Books and Adrian. So I'm I think, uh, like excited on so many levels. See? I mean, I think he's doing some really great work. And I'm really just excited to talk to him about his entire process, getting the store open. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. He's very easy on the eyes. So uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> being very honest, you know, I, I let it know, be known. If you're hot, I will tell you that you are hot. So I'm very excited to talk to him. I have yet to find one book talker that I do not think is gorge. So I just think book talk is a beautiful kid. Don't you think so? I book think, talkers you know are hot. I, we, we, it's a hot community. Yes, you know, super true. hot. Well, friend, I think it's uh, I think it's time for us to have a talk. Let's talk the talk. Hey guys, and we are back. And our very awesome guest is finally here. Everyone give a round of applause to Adrian, a.k.a. Book Poppy on TikTok. <laughs> hi. Hi, everybody. Hey, welcome, everyone. Welcome. Hi, hi, hi. Thank I'm you so much for being here. I'm still not used to being... people saying my name, <laughs> the, the username. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they don't hit you with the, hey, hey Book Poppy in the street. <laughs> oh, they do. And I get embarrassed. Like, it's embarrassing every time. But thank you guys for having me. Thank you guys so much. We're excited uh, to have you. Here. So quickly, you have amassed 25,000 followers on TikTok, which is huge, especially for someone who is a bookstore owner. Give us the details. How did you get there? Um, Okay. So I think I started almost a year ago now. Mm -hmm. Almost a year ago. Like, I started actually, I think I posted like one or two in the last Christmas, Mm -hmm. like like in December. And I was like, oh, it's okay. It's cool. Now a lot of people viewed it. I was like, whatever. And I was like, wait, I need to get into it. Because at the beginning, it was actually the name of my bookstore, which is the Golden Lab Bookshop, yep. right? Yes. And then I was like, I don't want people to think I'm trying to sell them books. I just want to talk about books. I literally just want to recommend books. I want you guys to ask me for things and all that. So then I changed it. And I changed it to this username, Book Poppy. And the reason, <laughs> there's a bunch of reasons why I did it. One, I was just trying to be goofy. I didn't think I was going to ever get this power. Ever. Mm. But I also feel like people look at reading like, especially young kids, they look at it like it's boring or something. Yes. And I was like, you know what? Let me bring some flavor to it. Let me make it fun. Like I can dance. I can listen to everything. I can chill. I can hang out and I can read books. Like we we can all do that. We're multifaceted people. Absolutely. Right. So then I was like, I picked this name and then it just went from there. And then I just started recommending all these books that I usually like recommending to people on the street or like in the bookshop and it blew up. And I still remember the first one that blew up. It was, I don't know if you guys remember, there was like an Anthony Ramos sound from mm-hmm. the movie. Oh, when he was fighting with his girlfriend. Yes. Was okay. it the, the... In the Heights? Yes. Yes. In the Heights. Okay. Yes. 
I used that sound and I literally just reset his words and I said, Oh, you guys like spicy romances and that's literally how it popped off. That's how it popped off. The smut girlies show up for that. <laughs> that doesn't that does not surprise me at all. That of course that is what made you go viral. That, those girls are out and about, they're looking to make some I was shocked. I was getting comment after comment and I was like, Oh, is this how it starts? And then it never stopped, thankfully. So yeah. that's cool. <laughs> but that's that's what started it all. I always remember. Whenever I see Anthony Ramos, I go, Thank you, man. Thank you for that move. Thank you for those lines. Adrian, how long did you have the shop before the TikTok? 2019 is when I established it. So it was more of a pop-up situation. So I would just pop up and bring all these books that I've acquired, 50% used books, 50% new books, but they were all like BIPOC authors. Mm -hmm. At the time I was selling like everyone though. Like if it was a bestseller, a Colleen Hoover thing, all those type of books, I would put it in there, right? Um, And after that, I pop up, pop up, pandemic hit. We opened up the shop, you know, in the pandemic, which is weird, but we did it. And yeah, and then we've been going from there. We have the whole shelves everywhere. It's a community-based sort of store, so you get all sorts of POC, women-owned businesses, all sorts of different things. So I know you said when you first started that you were selling everyone. What what made you decide to kind of like niche down and do BIPOC only? What, did you see that there was a need for that, especially like in your community? Because you're, are you from Queens? I'm born and raised. Born and born raised in raised. Queens. So you have a bookshop in your home. Where you're in your hometown. That's awesome. First of all, it was yeah, awesome. But what made you, you want want to open up a bookshop there in you, in your community? That's so special and important. So. It always was going to be just BIPOC authors. I always wanted to be there, right? But I just knew it to get people in the door, I needed to have like the bestseller list, the things of the New York Times, you know? So I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to do a 50-50. It's a business. I got mm-hmm. you guys. Um, so I did it half and half. And then the reason why I want to do BIPOC books is because I literally didn't read a book. And I never noticed it because you know how some kids can look at TV and say, why doesn't this kid look like me? I never had that moment when I was a kid growing up. Mm. I literally just read everybody, yeah. everyone. I didn't, it didn't, just never hit me. And when I was older, I realized, oh, kids can realize I'm very young and I missed the boat on that. Yeah. So when I was in college, I read The Wondrous Life of Oscar Wilde by Juan Diaz. And, oh. 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 Is he frozen? Is that me? Was that me? Hey, that was you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. Am I still frozen? Am I good? It's black screen. Is it black for you, C, or just me? He's frozen for me. Oh, no. You know, so the Florida weather thing is that there is a tornado watch right now, which is interesting. Oh, girl. Oh, okay. Well, please be safe out there. (laughs) All right. (laughs) You can keep talking. We can still hear you, though. So. Okay. Oh, that sucks. Okay, cool. Um,. But yeah, I read in college. I read the Wondrous Life of Oscar Wilde, and that was like the, it was like about a chubby Spanish kid, and I was a chubby Spanish kid. <laughs> so that was the first time <laughs> I identified myself in a book, and then I was like, okay, I've never read a book that's about me. And then I went hard. I just started reading all the books from Latinx authors first, and then I just started diversifying every sort of book that I ever read. And then that's when I realized, okay, I need to do a bookstore. I need to do a bookstore because this is not cool. Kids should be able to see books. And they're out there. They just weren't shown to us growing up. So, right. yeah. And now, luckily enough, people just come to the bookshop for BIPOC Rec. So I was able to just do BIPOC authors and set it up that way. Have you noticed, like, um, I guess a difference? Because you said the shop started in 2019. Have you noticed a significant difference? How has it been running a bookshop, like, where you started at 2019 and then, you know, in March of 2020, we go into COVID. How's that been for you in terms of, I don't know, I guess orders or people coming in and stopping by the shop? How's that been working out for you? I know that's kind of a, a, a pain point. Yeah, um, absolutely. The That's one of the other reasons why I started the TikTok, you know? If people couldn't come into stores. People couldn't see me in person. So, like, how do I talk to people? And this was just an avenue of that. Like, I wasn't big on social media. Like, people are surprised I even do TikTok. Like, people know I don't put my face on things. I don't do videos. (laughs) I wasn't big on Instagram. I downloaded it, deleted it, downloaded it, and that's it. Right? But then the TikTok Mm -hmm. came along, and I was like, this is a great way for me to talk to people. So let's do it. And when I first started, I didn't get dancing videos, like, on my FYP. Like, the things that I got were just people talking to me about science, math, like, teaching me things. I go, oh, so this app is just about teaching things. People aren't dancing. Mm-hmm. Which is great because I don't, I can't yeah. do dancing videos. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
Can't or won't. <laughs> right. Well, can't or won't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's won't. It's a it's won't. <laughs> I, I'm cocky, but I'm embarrassed. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I started doing that for the store, and then people the online orders boomed from TikTok. Like this is literally where I get a bunch of my sales from all over the world. It's crazy. That's from California, Texas. Texas and, our, and and California are like huge customers for me, but they're all online orders, which is insane to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then when during COVID, the the BLM movement, especially in New York, was like very very high because of all the terrible things that were happening everywhere. A lot of people were searching. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody was searching for books that would diversify their readings because they felt bad or they felt moved to learn more. So that was a very interesting yeah. turning point during the pandemic where people wanted to learn more. And then obviously those sales went down. That upset me, but neither here nor there. Not because right, I didn't right. get any more sales. It's just like people were reading just because at the time everybody was reading it, but they didn't want to continue reading it. That bothered me. The sales, I don't really care. Yeah. So Adrian, you not only do yeah. BIPOC replacements for classics, which... Yeah. Very into. I have not read The Count of Monte Cristo. You offered three replacements for that. That's my one of my favorite books of all time. So I have those on my TBR. Um, but you also nice. do BIPOC book boxes. Can you tell us yes. a little bit about how you put those together and how people can order those from you? Yeah. So all these ideas, also, I don't want to take credit for half of these ideas. They come from people on, <laughs> on Book Talk. It's all them. They... Someone said, do you do mystery boxes? Because I would love just random books that you recommend. So I said, um, I can try. I can I can try doing it. I, I know that there's like book of the month and all these other type of book subscription boxes. And I signed up for them like a long time ago, a long time ago. And especially BarkBox. That's for my dog. <laughs> but, same, same, same. right? He loves it. That's his favorite box. <laughs> um, and that's how I started it. And I really wanted to make sure that it wasn't just random books that I wanted. Because the one thing I learned when I did the bookshop and the recommendations is that people have very specific books that they like. So I ask them everything. In the When they fill out the form, I ask them, what, what was your favorite movie? What book did you like? What do you like to do? If it's a kid's box, I'm like, do they like sports? Do they not like sports? What's their favorite subject at school? Um, do they like comic books? Things like that. Like, what's their favorite superhero? Like, I want to know as many details as you want to give so I can give you a good enough recommendation that you would like. And that's how I started doing those book boxes. Yeah. And then thankfully, I've all the orders that I've gotten for that, no one said, I've already read this book. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> so great. I, yeah. I try yeah. not to do like the best bestsellers like that everyone's heard that everyone knows. I try to get those like, if you like this, you'll definitely like this one, but you never heard of it because no one promoted it. Mm-hmm. Or if it wasn't just out there enough for you to hear about it. So I try to do those the most. And so far, it's been good. So in order to put book these book boxes together, that means you have to do a lot of reading. Am I I need to know what's it like for you? How often are you reading? Cuz I can only imagine you one running a shop, right? <laughs> you're running a shop and you're you're suggesting books to people. And you also have to read books. How often are you reading? What are you reading right now? I am just mind blown by this. That that I mean that means that takes up a big part of I'm assuming like your brain. So how, how is that? How's that all working together? Like, what's the? Give us the science behind that. <laughs> audiobooks. Audiobooks saved saved me because yeah. I never liked audiobooks. I was bougie about it. Ebooks, audiobooks, get out of here. I'm not. I'm not about that life. I'm an English major. I could never. It's physical or nothing. But I started doing these. Rec- so on my website, I, that's where I first got the idea. I put if you need a book rec, just click that button. Fill out the form and you got it. But then I started doing TikTok and people started asking me a bunch of questions. Like, okay, okay, I got to start reading a lot more. Mm-hmm. So I started getting a lot into audiobooks, nice. and I literally listen to audiobooks all day. Wow. When I walk my do- I walk my dog three times a day, right? Um, and when I'm in the shop, I usually have it on one, at least one on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I drive my car, and I love driving, yeah. So I just I just read through audiobooks mostly. Oh, and then if I really like the book, I I break out the physical copy because okay. I have it in the store. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how I do it. That's how I do it. When's the last time you read a physical book? Just like, when's the last time you read a, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Before this last book, the last book I just read 
it probably was like a month or two, honestly, like oh. right around Christmas time. Oh yeah, my God. but I just finished one, and the only reason I finished it is because it hasn't come out yet, mm-hmm. and it's called The Secret Identity, and that was the last book I read, mm-hmm. because the author is from Queens, and he has a lot of different like mystery, thriller, noir books, and this was a great book, so he sent it to me, and he was like, I would love if you reread it, and I was like, of course, let me read it. It was from Queens. Queens, I'm sorry. Just, if you're from my hometown and you wrote a book, you get like top top priority. <laughs> right. I fell behind, so you get all the way to yeah. And he shot up, and it was so good. It was such a – I can't wait to do a video. I told him, like, this is a great book. I got I to gotta do a video. Because that's comic books. It has all sorts of things that I love. Mm-hmm. It was, like, very focused on me. It was weird. But I think a lot of people are going to like that book. That's awesome. <laughs> what I love so yeah. much about your page is that um, – I see books that I don't see anywhere else on TikTok and titles that I've never heard of. Um, to your point, that's probably like a sad fact that we haven't seen them before. Um, but do you find those books in that kind of audio book catalog or are they, is, what's the chicken and the egg on that? Do you find the book first and then you um, get the audio book after? Like where are you searching out the authors and titles? Yeah. Usually, okay, so this is like deep research. So when I was doing... I usually pinpoint it by the subject that I want to read, right? And then it'll just trickles down from like a tree from there. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the books that I read that I recommend, a lot of it came out from the Latinx Heritage Month yes. month that I did nice. because I did every country or I try to do every single country. I think I missed like two or three, which was my mistake. But I don't remember go back. It was so disorganized. And, I, and during that time, I also got a lot of people coming in and followers because I targeted to their country. And from there, it just branched off for me reading this book, this book, this book, this book is kind of like this author over here, but he's not like Latinx. He's like either like black or he's AAPI, things like that. So it was great. It was just like branching out from there. So I do it usually based off the subject matter or like the country that they're from, like their culture. Wow. And then from there, that's where I get the book, is where I read. Audio, the audio book collections, though, are pretty like their organization on their apps are actually pretty good. I use Libro FM, Libro FM. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. And they're, the way they stack up their collections are really good. I've, I've gotten a lot of reps from them. Like, where I've read it, I go, oh, I haven't heard anybody talk about this. Why do you guys have it? It's very interesting. Yeah. I don't know how they do their algorithm or how, who's their person, yeah. but they have a good person. There. Okay, I'm going to have to use it because I don't, I don't use – I don't use – I'm I'm a – what's the one with Amazon? Audible. Audible. <laughs> I don't know. In the library. <laughs> In the library, right. Um, you just mentioned that you're an English major, um, and we have this conversation with almost everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, oh, yeah. I'll, I did anything possible to get away from math. <laughs> oh, same. Welcome. Same. Welcome. Yep. Welcome to the yep. club. <laughs> but I want to ask you, are, are you writing a book? You know I had to ask. Ooh, okay. Is it something you've thought about? Oh, yeah. So, like, it's interesting because I was just thinking about this the other day, is that my – so, in college, like, you're surrounded by all these English majors, right? So, that's all the people you're surrounded with. You're surrounded by this creativity of people who just, like, want to write books. They want – if you're an English major, you want to write a book. You want to do stuff like that. Or write a movie script. You you can create worlds. And I was, my creativity was such on a high that those years. And I used to just go to bookstores all day after after class or in between classes. And, yeah, I did. I wrote, like, a, like short books. And they were, like, multiverse books. Like, it's like a universe, like a world two books. And the reason for that is because that was my first, like, people need to read more books of Latinx people. Absolutely. Right? So I was yeah. like, I'm going to make every character in here a Latinx character and make sure the main character is that and there's music throughout and there's like a real New York vibe to it and yeah it's, and it's physical like it's before iPad iPad all that it's like on a little tiny book mm-hmm. with my handwriting and it's in like in a closet somewhere but yeah no I did do that and then I, I, I stopped <laughs> I mean okay now you gotta finish it because I now I'm interested <laughs> yes I need it published so I can I'm a, actually I'll come to the shop I will come to Queens New York to pick it up just put it out there you know yeah, it's at one point, I have to get back to it. I really do. It was cool. I ba- yeah, it was cool. It, I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was yeah. it was fun to write. I feel like all English majors, it's just a fun thing to do, mm-hmm. um, to create a world. Especially we read so much. Like we can, we get to all these ideas, all these inspirations. It's hard not to like just want to pour it out in something. Yeah. And that's how I did it in the beginning, and then, so this is a funny thing about the social media stuff. Mm-hmm. I had two different types of Instagrams, not personal ones. One where I just went all over New York and just took pictures of the of the bookstores. Okay. Right? Oh, nice. Yes. 
and it got it got pretty big. It got pretty. It, it was solid. I was like, okay, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I'm done. I'm bored. And I deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it's just I don't know what's wrong. I was I was it was out of college. It was like during college or out of college. And I'm done. I just I just stopped doing it. And then when I stopped doing, it, I was like, all right, what's next? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I wrote this. I wrote the stories. I visited all the bookstores. I feel like I couldn't do a bookstore, and that's how I did. It. That's one of the parts of the journey of getting into the bookstore, like wow. actually having a bookstore. So just seeing that, seeing that there, and you felt like I could actually do this. Not, never in your mind was it like oh, I don't know if I could do this. You just were like, oh yeah, this is an option for me. Like I can. Wow. Yeah, it's it's something like that, and also I don't have any other options because I suck at math. <laughs> like, <laughs> It was the only thing I literally enjoy doing. So yeah. I'm going to do whatever I can to figure this out. Adrian, what's been the most challenging part of owning your own store? Either the opening process or just being a store owner in general. I'm sure there's a lot that goes into it. Um, the, the most difficult part would have to be the start of it. You know, the start of it because you... I have a, you know it's very difficult to just come out and say I have a bookstore and then not be like a physical bookstore like the way things were done back in the day you have the store you fill it up with books and that's it period and it's yeah. books of all the books that are coming out but starting from nothing and then having to explain this idea to people like this is my vision this is what I want to do that was a difficult part it was great because that's how people people believe in you people were like this is amazing I want to do this and all this sort of things but that part was difficult because you never know you never know how to sell yourself you know and i never wanted to sell myself as the idea like i want to sell the idea like you understand that this is what we're missing mm-hmm. and i feel like from 2019 till now the need for bipoc and that representation everything and movies and tv and everything and every medium has grown so much that i'm glad i did it then because now it's like we're growing together yeah so i feel like i didn't like jump on the train and i hate when people see like you like it's not a trendy thing like mm-hmm. i've been wanting to do this and it's like it's growing and i'm glad i that we're doing it together. That yeah. mo- movies now have more representation in it. TV has more representation in it. The books we're reading have more representation. Like it's it's super cool. I think I social it. media has also really helped you out a lot. I mean, I know you said you didn't want to like you didn't want to sell yourself, but people seeing you and seeing the face behind the brand, and also you. I know you said you weren't really a big social media person, but. You every time I see you, you're talking, you seem you you do great on camera. Is what I'm saying. Like it, you come through natural and authentic, and I think that's what people really enjoy about you. And I think you you kind of give people make 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 people feel comfortable enough to ask you about you know you know recommendations or things like that. So I think you're doing a really great job, and obviously it's working. Okay, because the store you. is still open. Oh, yeah. You know, you got the fancy lights on the bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You have the fancy lights. You gotta have the fancy. You gotta lights. have the fancy lights on the bookshelf. So I just want to compliment you and say that I think you're doing Thank great. You. I think you're doing awesome. Thank you so much. And Oof. the book, the the lights was an interesting thing. So that mm-hmm. people that people keep asking me all the time. That's like a number one question. Mm-hmm. Uh, where can I get that bookcase? Where can I get those lights? And the funny thing is that we have a friend of a friend of the store who. He does everything. He's mm-hmm. like these. He's like the jack of all trades. He has made sweaters. He has made hoodies. He has made anime things. Okay. I think he wrote a comic book, oh, but wow. he doesn't really talk Actually. about it. But he's also like a master carpenter and builder. So wow. he built that bookcase Whoa. into the wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he built it. So when people ask me, I don't want to sound like an ass, but it's like, hey, it's custom. I'm sorry, but you can't buy it. It's, it's a custom. It, this guy made it for us. Yeah. And, then he, and then we realized that he works on night, neon lights, like all over the country. So we were like, can we put lights in it? He was like, yeah, do you want just plain lights? They're like, no. <laughs> I want it the flashing. Club. Like a oh, yeah. oh, my. I want it part. Wow. And then he put it, he installed them inside. The, I, I am not a... <laughs> I can't do anything. I built like one bookcase, and it's like a tiny little A bookcase because my name's Adrian, <laughs> and that's it. But he like he did great. It was wow. it was it's amazing. A so custom. I always have it on. Yeah, a custom, custom bookshelf. Oh, that's yeah. so special. I love yeah, that. Any ch- any idea or chances that you might open a second shop? Ooh. Have you thought about it? Is it in the oh. works? I always feel like I'm Hamilton. You know, like when he said <laughs> the line. A hundred things I haven't done, things yes. like that. Yeah, that's me. A million things I haven't done, that's me. I always have like a, another idea or something to do. Mm-hmm. So I was on the fence about opening a different shop because I am in Queens, which is my hometown. Mm-hmm. But my hometown where I was born in, I was I grew up, it never it had one book it had one bookstore 
before I was born. And that's mm-hmm. it. So we, I've never literally been in my neighborhood. There's never been a bookstore. Yeah. So I'm like, I want to build a bookstore in literally where I grew up, like where I walked the streets every day, where I went to school. So that was my idea. And I already have a different name for it. It's it's a whole thing. And I was this close. And I was like, okay. But there's no spaces for it, which I'm glad. I'm glad none of the small businesses have closed. They're all very, very home family businesses. Good. Some that I've grown up with. So I'm like, I'll wait. And then I switched gears to the original idea. So I don't know if you guys know this, but the original idea was never to open up a shop. It was to do a bookmobile. Basically like a food truck for BIPOC books. I love drive, that. Very, very cool. Drive around my neighborhood and all of New York with the books there. And it'll be 50% used books. It was 50% new books. It was like, that was my original idea, right? And there's like yeah. some things on Pinterest where people have like book mobiles all around. The, but New York doesn't have one, right? So everyone in the country has one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is so cool. I can do this. This is this is dope. But then COVID hit. And I, and people, I don't think people wanted to like, and it's going to be like a walk-in one. It's going to be like a big oh, one. So people can walk yeah. in. People can be outside. It's going to be all over, but people weren't really outside during those days. It was like, a, it was right. pitch quiet when you went outside. So... We shift the gears, we open the shop, but now thinking about what the next step is, I'm trying to do the bookmobile again, and I'm trying to do it before the summer so I can drive it Would everywhere. Would it be in one of those like a uh, white Sprinter vans kind of? There you go. Yeah. That's there pretty go. cool. That's pretty yeah. cool. And there's videos of how people have like built shelves into it, so I'm going to try to do the shelf right in there and then have like artwork from around the neighborhood. I'm going to have artists that I know from the neighborhood, mm. BIPOC artists, of course, painting the van, getting the design ready. But yeah, that's, I think that's probably the next step. Yeah. And I wanted it to be the next step because I love driving and I love road trips. I just kind of want to just go out and meet all these people. Like all the people that follow me, uh, I want to go everywhere. You're one of those people. Adrian, okay. you and I are going to go on a road trip, just the two of us, because Sierra says she hates. Sorry, C. Bye. I will, I will fly to meet you, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drive to you. You don't have to do the driving. Okay, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Come I'll on down. You. Come on down. You know, like, fun. That's a great I didn't idea. realize I like road trips. I didn't realize I like road trips until maybe like a, two years ago. Mm-hmm. I drove all the way down to Florida from New York and I was like, like, oh, this is my thing. I'm a driver. I love it. And I drove back and forth. I did it twice last year. I oh, my it. God. I That's two times too many friends. Oh, my, <laughs> <laughs> oh my That is funny. Before we get to and show and tell, I want to ask a question. This is a little off topic, and I don't want to go take us too far down this road, but you've mentioned a couple times superheroes and a couple times multiverse. So I do need to ask, what's your favorite superhero? And are we going to see... Any Latinx superhero created by Book Poppy in the future? Ooh, that's cool. Okay, no, because I can't create a cool superhero. I've tried. I've thought about it, but I can't do it. But I know a lot of people who do, though, and I want—I can't wait to introduce them more. It's just people, okay. not a lot of comic book followers follow me on this page. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, I was like, how do I get more comic book criteria out there? Because TikTok has a bunch of them, and okay. I follow them, and I've met them at Comic-Con, and they're so cool, such cool people. But my following doesn't really read comic books, but I really want to start promoting more of those. Um, but my favorite superhero, basic answer, is Spider-Man. That's the basic answer, because okay. it has to be. He's from my neighborhood. He's just my first superhero. <laughs> my, if I have art in the walls. Uh, that's my number one. Mm-hmm. But the other answer is Daredevil. Oh. Like, that's my that's my favorite superhero. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's like before the movie and the shows and all that. Yeah. And that's just because he's he's just like, in the streets of New York, right? Mm-hmm. He has a disability, which I love. I love yeah. that representation of the disability. And yeah, and just he was always great. Like he's a lawyer too. I I almost became a lawyer. I was like this close, this close, and I was like, eh, I'm done with school. <laughs> <laughs> it's never too late, you know. You could do both. I'm always telling people to do the most, so don't listen to me. I'm like, do all the things. <laughs> yeah. That's, I, I get similar advice. Like, just do whatever you want. Whatever you like to do, just go do it. Absolutely. Plenty of time. Mm-hmm. All right. I think it is time for us to switch gears. Adrian, it's time for yeah. us to show, for you to show and tell. Every uh, every episode we have our guests bring a show and tell. Tell us what either what they really enjoy, what they don't like, you know, just anything that can kind of represent you. So, okay. Adrian, what is your show and tell for today? I don't have it to show, mm-hmm. but I can tell you guys. It's Bookshops. It's a book called Bookshops by Jorge Carrion. Okay. It is, so when you, when I opened the bookstore, this was like, this was the main thing that inspired me and the store. And if you read it, you'll realize like, oh wait, this, a lot of ideas from this store are in Mm -hmm. this book. And that helped me more than the business book because I devoured business books because I needed to figure out all these things. But this book was better for me personally than the other ones because this man is just like all of us. He loves Mm -hmm. reading. 
He loves books. Yeah. Right? Right. But on top of that, he was able to write this book and pitch the idea that he wanted to go all around the world, like all around the world, and visit bookstores and speak to the owners, speak to the people that visit these stores and ask them what's magical about it, all these sort of things. And he even spoke about the history of bookshops, like how we went through different periods of times where like the, like the 20s, like the great, like Ernest Hemingway, F. Scott Fitzgerald, like the different types of periods and how reading was viewed by the world. All right. And the only reason my store is called Bookshop is because of this book, because I was the original way that people used to call them mm. instead of bookstore. And I was like, ah, it feels homey. That feels cool. I'm going to call it a bookshop, not a bookstore. And that's the main reason why I was doing it. Um, but yeah, this book is such an inspiration for me. I love, rec- I, I don't recommend it that much because not the regular reader, like yeah. a person who just reads on the reg, like one book a month or two books a month. They don't really want to read a whole book about bookstores. Yeah. Right. So this is a very like very niche type of book. But it's such a good book. He also wrote a book called Against Amazon. Like he's an author too. He wrote a book against Amazon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he goes hard for. Oh snap! Books. Okay. He goes hard. Okay. Wait, spell his last name for me. J O R G E. Mm-hmm. And his last name's Carrion, so it's C A C A R R R R I O N I O N. Say it one more time. Jorge Carrion. Whew. Okay. <laughs> yep. Comments, yep. Sierra. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna this just is a family ahead. show. I'm, I'm that's, the, that's the poppy part of the book. Bye, y'all. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, my, my. How many, um, how many bookstores does Jorge catalog in that? A ton? Like goes... A lot. It's, oh, wow. Yeah, it's a ton. And they're all over the place. They're small. They're literally all over the place. And one part that I love, I love, is when he talked about, like, that period of the 20s when, the, like, all the, like, at that time, the writers were the cool people. Like, that was, those were, like, yeah. the cool, like, the reality show. If, they, if there was a reality show back then, it would be on them. Because they were drinking. They were smoking. They were partying all night. Like, they were living their lives. Like, they were the cool people, the intellectuals in the bar. Right. And I was like, that's such a vibe that I want to bring back. Yes. Like, I want that vibe to be like now, but just full of like BIPOC authors and everyone's just chilling. We're partying. We're having fun. And I feel like that's so that's such a cool like little club to be a part of or to do again. Yeah. But yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you'll love that book. You you guys, you avid readers, trust me. Anybody okay. who's like who does book talk content mm-hmm. and loves bookstores and all that, you guys would love that book. That's my favorite book. I can't wait to check it out. I was going to say, Jorge, if you're listening, um, I know, please right? use this as your official application for Golden Lab Bookshop to be in volume two. Thank you. Yes. Like, OK, seriously, seriously. Adrian, your joy and your your like your passion for books and getting people to read is so infectious. I want to know how has what is the community been like for you having your shop in the in the community? How have the people who live there um, reacted to you? Are you finding that there it's like a community space do are more people involved in your bookshop and what you're doing yeah so it's been it's been really really great because it's like a very there's no there's not a lot of bookstores in queens there's Mm -hmm. only there's only three three four including mine Mm -hmm. um and they're like general right there's not very they're not very niche down which i feel like i know on tiktok people say niche down niche down niche down Mm -hmm. but like in terms of the bookstore i feel like the niche really helped just because I'm like, I'm BIPOC authors. Like, you're not going to find that book that's on the bestseller list if, if it's not by a BIPOC author. Not right. that I think it's terrible. It's just like, there's spaces for that. And I'm yep. taking up this space for these authors that don't get a lot of light on them. Um, and they've been very receptive to it. I'm so grateful. I'm so, so grateful. Because that was the reason why I could just make it all BIPOC instead of having all those bestsellers. Which gives me some more space to put more of these authors that you haven't heard of, you haven't read. And it's been really, really great. And then more kids and parents have come in, which has been so wonderful. A lot of I work with a lot of schools now, which is fantastic. Wow. Which is like an honor for me when a teacher tells me I want to buy, I, we want to shop <clears throat> with your with your shop for our school. Do you have recs for our kids? That's like a huge honor for me because English teachers talking to me. <laughs> I, I used to sit in the back and read whatever I wanted if I didn't like what you guys were doing. <laughs> I'm like, that's cool. That's cool. But no, that's like the that's like the honor. And I love when teachers come and ask English, especially the English the English teacher community around. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of like bilingual schools too, like dual language schools. Yeah. Because the neighborhood has so many different types of cultures. When they come and ask me for recommendations, or if they can support me and what I can do for them, that's really cool. And I want to bring the bookmobile hopefully one day to these schools, so like when we can all have fun, we'll have parties. Oh 
my God. I know it's you're just like an actual bags. treasure in that community. That is so <laughs> sweet. Yep. Oh my God. You're going to get the key to the city. I'm, I'm, gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I'm claiming it for you. You're going to get the key to the city because that's just that'd so dope, amazing. That'd be so I'd like that. Cool. Yeah. 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 That'd be, that'd be dope. No, I know. I love the community. It's just the one thing back to the comic books is that it's not a big comic book reading community either. And I have comic books there for free. Like mm-hmm. I have the, like stacks of them for free for kids to read because a lot of times kids don't like reading because they don't think yeah. it's cool. I'm like grab a comic book, grab a Spider-Man, grab whatever you want. And they're like, oh, that's cool. You're reading, kid. I treat you. You're going yeah. <laughs> to like it. Hit him with the razzle-dazzle. I know exactly. that's right. That's it. like, it's free. I'm like, it's free. Grab as many as you want. I got wow. you. You're hooked. That's great. I love it. Unreal. Unreal. What are your favorite genres, though? I have a question for you guys. What are your favorite genres? Ooh. Romance? Is it romance? It's thrillers. It's thrillers. Okay. Okay. Love it. I love I'm a that. I'm a big big thriller girl. I love to be kind of spooked. I love um I love psychological thrillers more than anything. Um I, I know I probably look like I would be a romance girl. I do like a good romance, don't get me wrong. Um but I love to be thrilled, honey. I do. Nice. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm cool. also pretty nice. I, I have the book club too, where I do, where we um, read um, BIPOC, sci-fi, and fantasy as well. Um, so I'm that's where I'm at the most. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank I, you. I, so I was a big sci-fi and fantasy. Like that's all I read. Fiction. That's all I read. I never yeah. read nonfiction. I never read romance. I didn't do any of these things. But when I opened the bookstore, people like that stuff. I was like, okay, let me diversify <laughs> my read. Let me let me expand it. Let me read all these nonfiction and things. It's been great. I love reading all these things. Cool. What about you, Ryan? What's your favorite? I think uh, I read honestly so much of everything. I I like a lot of nonfiction. Prior to book talk, I like antique books. So I would go to um, the antique stores or like the thrift stores and I would buy randos and it's like just random stuff like uh, a second book of general ignorance. And it is just little passages about ignorant shit that people do. And so... That's hilarious. It is kind of like randomly fast. So I would open up just random encyclopedias, a Harvard, and I would just read everything. I find language really fascinating. Um, It started a lot in 2020 with a lot of people um, during George Floyd and everything. There was I read a book called Ghetto and it was about the origin of the term which Mm. dates back to Gete, which I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correct, but it was in like pre-Holocaust times where yep. they were putting the Jews in these ghettos. And so um, I found that kind of stuff super, I just, language, any of those type of things. But now with Book Talk, I have like so many contemporary fictions. So it's wild. <laughs> yeah, but, That's awesome. And when a lot that are coming from you, stuff. which is great. Oh, nice. I love to hear that. The, a lot of those antique books, they have hilarious titles like that. And it just cracks me up because people donate them to me. Like, hey, do you want these books? And they're people from the neighborhood. I'm like, sure. You want like five dollars for it? I'll take whatever you want. Just give it to me. And I use them like decoration for the for the yeah. front, like yeah. for the front window. Uh, but they have one of the most hilarious titles I've ever seen. Like, they're just so funny. I love those <laughs> antique books. They're yeah. so cool. Yes, yeah, so I probably. Ryan, you just never like shared that with me before. I have to come and read that now because I want. Was it called the Book of Ignorance? The um, <laughs> the second book of general ignorance. The second book. <laughs> oh, there's a first one. <laughs> Uh, yes, and it says a, a quite interesting book, okay? Yeah, no, so it's pretty funny. The first thing is um, who made the first flight in an airplane? How many legs does an octopus have? It's like all kinds of random, just. It's Snapple facts, but like from back in the day, okay. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay. It's like random. I, was... I like that. I like that. That's cool. I was thinking way more crude. Oh, but no, okay. There's a, there's a couple of those ones. There's ones that's called words, I think it's words to live by that is like. It's wild. <laughs> that's, on your, uh, that's on your bed stand. That's on the bed stand. That's not <laughs> no, that's filthy Shakespeare. <laughs> I think it's time for us to switch over to our quick wit rapid fire. Adrian, it's going to be 10 easy, quick questions. We're gonna, uh, Ryan's going to start off and we'll alternate back and forth. If you can't think of an answer, you can come, you can say pass and we'll bring it back up at the end. All right. All right. All right. Ryan, Adrian, you can take it away. At Book Poppy, are you ready for some quick wit? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's get witty. Let's get witty. Morning, noon, or night? Oh, uh, night. Sure. F- 
favorite book growing up or your favorite book from high school? Favorite book from high school? The Great Gatsby. Embarrassing. (laughs) It's okay. Where are you a regular? Regular at? Ooh, um, uh, where am I regular at? Oh, my pizza place. The pizza place I've been going to since I was six years old. Mm. Always go there. Personal pies, best pizza in the world. I love it. Celeb that's a crush in your head or a celebrity friend that's a a friend in your head? (laughs) I think the whole Harry Potter cast is my friend, but (laughs) crushing? (laughs) Zoe Kravitz comes to mind right now. Not a bad one. Zoe Kravitz right now? She went hard in that movie. I can't. I can't. So good. She did. Every day. My my FYP? (laughs) (laughs) All cat suits. Okay. I don't see a lot of Batman. I don't see a lot of Batman. I'm like, what a if you could take us and Zoe anywhere in the world tomorrow, where are we going? Oh, New York. But New York, but in a very specific time. So either during New York Comic Con or Book Con. Have, you guys haven't been to Book Con? I've never been to either, so I'm down no, for both. we accept the invite officially. Yes, <laughs> I'm go, coming. I go hard. I cosplay. We, we go in. We do it all. We go out. We do it. We, we have to set something up because I've never been. And I, um, afterwards, we'll talk about it. We'll talk yes, about it. Okay. Coming. Um, do you fall asleep to music, TV, or nothing? Everything. I fall asleep in a museum. I've done that before. I, mean, <laughs> I fall asleep in every area I could. What? That's any... chaotic. <laughs> I'm with you. Even, like fully laying down. I'll just be in any anywhere my body is. I'll knock out. It's the craziest thing. Yeah. <laughs> Adrian, you said you cosplay. What was your best Halloween costume ever? But you can give us a cosplay as well. Ooh, when I was a young, when I was young, my favorite Halloween was Scream. And I, like the blood was coming down the mask, I was mm-hmm. I was the king of the block. I was the king of the block. Um, <laughs> my favorite cosplay though, ooh, that would have to be I was Kraven the Hunter. Ooh. From Spider Man. And if you don't know, he wears like the the leopard print mm-hmm. like fur all over. He's oh. like a bad guy of Spider Man. And the reason it's my favorite, it's not I didn't have any like big things. I've done bigger than that. But it's because I went like shirtless just with like the fur vest because it's like he is, but he's much more muscular than me, like 10 <laughs> times so. But I was like, it felt, I've done cosplay for so long. I was like, I'm comfortable now. Let's just do it. Let's I love it. that. Yes. Come on, Amazing. confidence. Yes. Um, oh, hold on. What is your theme song or your favorite karaoke song? Ooh, theme song? Mm-hmm. Oh, literally anything in Jay-Z's discography, honestly, probably the early stuff. Mm-hmm. That hypes me up. I do that when I need like a confidence boost or I need to do something. Anything Jay Z, um, yeah, that's probably number one. Awesome, love it. How many books have you read this year? Oof, we'll probably hit are now twenty. That's a good number. Maybe, good. maybe twenty. Yeah. Last. There's question. a lot of books unfinished because I read a bunch of books like in this, like together. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. Last question: What was the last thing to make you smile? The last thing to make me smile. Um. Ooh. Oh, the comments on my last post of me dancing ridiculously, <laughs> where they said, "Because I was, because I don't I, at the wedding, I wanted to just give everybody book rugs." They asked me about the books. I was like, "But what are you reading now, though?" I don't want to get into it. Let's just party. It's okay. But that, people were like, "Give them the book rugs. Give them the book rugs," and that made me smile because I literally looked at the comments and I started this podcast. But yeah, that was cool. I love I love the people that comment on my. I try to comment on everything back. It's just, I love the people. It's so much fun. Awesome. You did it. That's it. 10 questions. Very easy. Congrats. <laughs> oh, went, oh, wow. That went quick. Yeah. Yes, right. it, did. it did. Adrian, thank you so much for being on today's show. We really, really appreciate you. I've enjoyed talking to you. Can you give everybody a rundown where they can follow you? All the details about the shop, whatever you want people to know. Throw it out yeah. there. Yeah. Um, TikTok is bookpoppy. Book Poppy, just like Champagne Poppy Drake's, but mm-hmm. with books. Um, and the goal—it's called the Golden Lab Bookshop. That's on Instagram. You can follow me there. Um, but yeah, and if you just need Rex, put it in the comments or just email me. Whatever you guys need. Awesome. And we're thank you guys so much. This is so cool. This is so cool. Yes, let's all go cosplay. Do whatever we need. I'm serious. You think I won't come? I'm coming. Let's do it. Let's coordinate. I want to do this. I love I love BookCon. And the reason why I love it so much is because it's just like TikTok. It's a community. You go there, there's no one arguing, there's no fight, there's nothing. You're literally all there for your love of comic books for New York Comic Con or your love of books at BookCon. And yeah. it's just such a cool – and that was like my first 
like instance of like, oh, this is there's community around here, and this is wonderful. It's such a good feeling. It's such a great feeling. But yeah, let's do it. Awesome. We're in. Yep. Thank right. you guys so much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. How you doing? <sighs> Breathless. I am. <laughs> I am. I love it. Intellectual, educated, man. I do. I really do. And making a difference in the community. Oh, whoo. Turn the heat down. <laughs> fan you from, you. I'm going to fan Ooh. you from where I'm at. Thank you. Adrian is awesome. Adrian is one of my favorite accounts on BookTok. Mm. I, I adore. But what a cool conversation. I, the fact that that store has happened relatively quickly. I mean, mm-hmm. 2019, Yeah, that's a quick turnaround. But I love that Adrian's been a book lover yes. and always had that kind of itch and thought about BIPOC um, creators, mm-hmm. which is interesting. And I have seen a lot of really good, as a white person, it's really nice to have someone who posts things and yeah. tells you when there's a book that is BIPOC-centered, but not written by a BIPOC person. Mm-hmm. Because we don't always, it's not generally that I like Google the author when there's a good title that's recommended, but there have been a couple pieces that Adrian has posted about that it's like, hey, by the way, you think this is a great book about a BIPOC character? It's written by this white person that has no, no, not, like, knows nothing yeah. about this community or anything. <laughs> Read this instead. Mm-hmm. And that is, it's been super helpful, but I loved the fact that the educators are coming and that it's kind of that author focus. Um, I for, had that That's a bigger down. piece than just, yeah, it's so cool. You can really tell, like, I mean, even just his regular voice when he's talking about books, like his face lights up, his eyes go bright. Like, you can tell he's very, very passionate about what he does about reading and getting uh, people to read more BIPOC and, like, the, the students and whatnot, like that is so special. I know he's like a gem in that community because that's so important. And you think about you know how many parents are trying to get their students or their kids into reading and what he's doing. And I just and then like the idea of a bookmobile. Okay, and it's gonna work in New York. I the last Hell time that yeah. I was in Brooklyn, there was a cool thrift van kind of vibe where it was like you walked in and it was a full shop with racks of clothes Mm. um it was awesome and what i like is that the bookshop is just probably the beginning and just the tip of that iceberg you know what it's gonna be big and i thought this was really cool and i know that i brought it up at the end but (laughs) the fact that adrian leaves comics for free that is so sweet in the i mean in queens in new york i bet there are a lot of kids who walk in who might have never been able to get that or wouldn't have seen it. And then all of a sudden that's opening up. I loved when he was like, ha gotcha, suckers, you're reading. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even know it and I got you. And that's, exactly. a, that's a wonderful way to loop people in, you know, because they might have an interest in reading, but they maybe they don't have money or they're, you know, they're, you know, you never know, right? And so you they get them know in it. Yeah. and they're reading comic books. And next thing you know, they're coming, okay, well, now I want to learn something else. Or, you know, maybe something happened in a comic book and they – and it leans toward a different genre. And now we're getting to, you know, you to read like books with chapters and things like, ah, I I am just so excited for like his future and what's going to happen for him. I I don't know what else he has, you know, if if there's going to be a second shop, but I fully support him. I think, I think he's going to be amazing. And listen, that custom bookshelf he might need to send that guy's number to me because I need it. All right? I mean, uh, I was thinking about you with with your other <laughs> other th- situation happening. I thought, ooh, mm-hmm. need to pass on some cards and that kind of thing. Yes. Also, let's talk about this. When are we going to New York? We have to find out when BookCon is. I didn't realize that there was a BookCon. Never heard of it. Never but if heard the bookies, of it. okay, are dressing up and doing makeup and shit and doing cosplay. Sierra, we're list. going. I'm we're going. This. I'm signing my name for the list right now. I need the parameters on what kind of characters I can and cannot, what kind of mechanics I can and cannot have. <laughs> <laughs> but I do That's so know. exciting. And you know what I love? So I love cool. that he's very just like, mm, New York. He is New York to the core, right? He is very for his hometown. Okay, how cool do you think that the kids in that neighborhood and – think that Adrian it don't you think that the kids who are like walking past that shop think that he is the coolest freak I mean yes that 
And I love that your question, like, what are what is that like in your community? Because yeah. those boroughs in New York, they are tight. Mm-hmm. They are tight knit communities. A lot, you know, you see the same people. Um, my <clears throat> friend, one of my best friends, lives in Queens, and it is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. She's Turkish. There's a big Turkish community there too, uh, which is really cool. Yeah. But I just was envisioning when he said he put out that stack of comics and that there's a lot of kids and people coming through. I just thought they are probably like looking like. You are everything. Oh my God! I know the people. I could. I could just. I can only imagine the people really just enjoy him. They treasure him, and he's got this wealth of knowledge, and he's really just doing the work to just make sure that it's a smooth running thing. I mean, to listening to audiobooks all the time, just so that you have that knowledge and be, and being and then one being able to go back and pull that knowledge for recommendations for people that's not easy nope. that's not easy i wonder if he like keeps a notebook of some stuff or like a a spreadsheet because that can't that can't be easy but man he he's doing it i'm just so excited for him i am no. so excited for him and i loved it he's hot a fresh i just <laughs> you're in love uh, let me get the, uh, the hearts let me get the hearts out of my eye <laughs> i also uh i love that book wreck and the chat yes. about how that sparked the whole piece because there has to be really cool stories in there about what Beautiful. those book owners said. Uh, I bet there's I mean, a lot of those shops that are still there because I know he said it spanned a long period of time, mm-hmm. but I can't wait to pick it up to see. I wonder if there's a local bookstore here that the person was interviewed. I feel like that makes the experience of going back even more rich when you kind of know. Mm-hmm. where they've come from and all that that's such a beautiful thing too of like being inspired by something and you never know who you're inspiring when you put work out <clears throat> and for him to say like yeah that you know i read this i read this book and i was like oh yeah i, I can do this like that's so powerful I always tell people that reading is power reading is knowledge and every day i'm proven correct because he read that book and was like i can do this that is so beautiful oh I love it's it. Insane. I love it. And um, you now have some inside information that, um, to your last point, that Zoe in the Batman was a good one. So I think on our trip to New York, mm-hmm. okay, we need to start shopping for some cat suits. Suits, yeah. Okay? All right, thank you. Wow, you've got yeah. your ears. <laughs> <laughs> you do. I do have my little kitty. <laughs> I'll dress up. I'll dress up as a look. I'll come as the Riddler or something fun. Just to, nobody asked for that, but I'll I'll be there just so you don't I'm feel alone. I'm asking for it. I'm asking for it. I want to see it. <laughs> oh my God! Yes, I just enjoyed him so much. Oh. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode. Please remember we are on TikTok at Sierra.Ann.Ryan, and we're also on YouTube at Sierra.Ann.Ryan.TalkTalk. Um, yeah, that's a lot. That was good. That was good. <laughs> Please uh, make sure you are subscribing, sharing, and leaving comments and reviews. That's very, very important for us to be seen. And so just make sure you're just sharing it with everyone. And I think that's it, friend. So much fun. I need to go listen to some Jay-Z. I know, right? <laughs> Bye, you guys.